0: Hi, I'm Sophia Bernardi, mindset and business coach supporting ambitious new and rising coaches to master their mindset, create an aligned and profitable strategy, and grow a six-figure business and beyond using the rising coach method. I built a half a million dollar business by the age of 24, and in this podcast, I will teach you the psychology, strategy, and energetics to do the same. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Rising Coaches with Sophia Bernardi. I'm your host, Sophia, and in this episode, I am interviewing the beautiful Monique from The Socialista on Instagram. Monique is a ball of energy. I quite often get told that I'm a ball of energy and, you know, (laughs) how people can keep up with me. Honestly, I feel like Monique is like a whole nother level. She is bouncing off the walls, I swear. And she's been so incredible to witness on her journey from starting out in business to scaling to seven figures and beyond. She's based in Sydney, Australia, and she specializes in supporting you on how to grow your service-based business through Instagram Reels. In this episode, I really wanted to take you a layer deeper and give you a, another side of Monique that's probably not shown, um, you know, in many other podcast episodes or social media platforms, a real behind the scenes on what motivates Monique, you know, what's she all about? What's this all for? What are the struggles and the downsides of growing and scaling your business? And, you know, all of the, the struggles behind that, because you and I all know and both know that there is always the other side. And I feel like it is honestly so incredible to hear people being raw, real, vulnerable and transparent on what that other side looks like just to, um, you know, normalize these experiences that we all go through at some point in time. So this episode is such a beautiful behind the scenes of who Monique is, what she's about, what's important to her and, and how she's created such great success. So you can go on to create the same. So if you want to learn about Reels, the behind the scenes of a seven figure business owner, you know, what she's struggling is struggling with you know what she's working towards reels running events and and everything in between you will love this episode so let's dive in hear her story hear her journey and I'm so excited to hear what you think come chat to both Monique and I on Instagram I'm at Sophia Rose Bernardi and she's at The Socialista. And please let us know what was your favorite thing about this episode? What did you love to hear? And what would you like to hear more of as I bring you episodes every single week to support you to be able to create, build and grow and scale your online service-based business to six figures and beyond. So let's dive in. Hey, Monique, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. I'm so excited about this conversation. I feel like you're about to motivate the heck out of everyone and inspire everyone for what's possible. So yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So I know I've been following you like for quite some time now and I've just seen you really grow and rise so much over the last few years and you've created some really wild success and I would love to hear, because I feel like it's so important for people to hear like the other side or the beginning um, of people's journeys. Like, do you feel like you you had quick su- success from day one or was it a long time coming? Did like, did you go viral and explode? Like, tell us a little bit about that journey and, and what motivates you and everything in between. There's a big misconception where people think that, you know, like
1: I'm like an overnight success.
0: <laughs> Don't right? get
1: started. Yeah. <laughs> And you see that with so many people, like you see someone on Instagram, you're like, oh my gosh, you're an overnight success. But what you don't see is the months and the years of work they've put in to get to that place beforehand. So no, I'm not an overnight success. I, I started my business in 2018 and Mm. we're now in three. So that's almost five years right now. And for me, it was like it was a slow start. I didn't really put all of my effort into my business, into my Instagram. It was like a part, part-time part side hustle sort of vibe. And I had one foot in, one foot out because I was scared of going all in because what if it didn't work? Mm. I, destroyed, I had nothing left and that was just not something that I wanted in my life. And so I really just kind of kept it, kept it small, kept it, you know, one post per week, nothing major. And then, It wasn't until I really took it seriously that I was like, I can really make a business out of this. I can really have a voice. I can really change people's lives and make an impact. And that's when I started getting more into creating content, more into doing stories, sharing vulnerable parts of me, making a real website, all the things. So for me, it was was kind of like a slow start. It took me about a year and a half to go fully full-time in my business. I could have gone earlier, but I am very much a... People pleaser. And so, in the role that I was in before, I didn't leave the company because I was just so attached to them. But I was like, I need to get out and do this on my own. So, yeah, I, after a year and a half, I went all in on myself. And then COVID happened and I lost all my clients. And my biggest fear actually did happen. But it was so weird because I didn't feel scared. I actually took it as an opportunity to say, well, what can I do with this information? What can I do in this time? And how can I make better success? And so I started course creation and coaching and all that kind of stuff. And that's kind of where it led me to where I am today. And obviously Reels came out. And I think the biggest thing that has contributed to, I'm going to say, quote unquote, success is being an early adapter. Mm. When something comes out, jump on it. And don't just try it for one day. Be consistent because... Mm. Success leaves clues. And when you're consistent in something, it could be anything. It could even be just posting on Instagram. It could be sending out emails. It could be reels, whatever it might be. But when you are consistent in something, you make waves. And for me, it was only about posting two reels per week. And it was it was doing well. I was getting followers and traction and, and expertise, which is really great. Um, but it wasn't a viral post that made me go crazy. It was the way that I created content to connect to my audience. That's what I think really made the biggest difference. I was just creating content for the sake of it, not just throwing up anything because I had to put something up. It was really strategic in the moves that I made when it came to my Instagram Reels. And that's how I've continued to see success and, and growth. A lot of people, they kind of die, die off and they stop posting or they're overwhelmed and all the things. But when you have a strategy in place and a plan, it's so easy just to follow the plan, do the thing, see the results.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing this. One, because I just am a huge fan of people that are raw and real and transparent of like, you know, it could, it would sound so much cooler to say, yeah, it was an overnight success. It just instantly worked, but you know, you're just perfect evidence of like consistency trumps all. And, you know, it doesn't matter your starting point, you know, you can bring your vision and mission to life with consistency. And I feel like people are getting really sick of this word consistency. It's like, oh yeah, I know I've heard it, but it's like, you've heard it because it's it works and it's so, so powerful. I, I literally tell my clients every day how important consistency is. And if you do something consistently, like you said, it could be anything, but do anything consistently, you will eventually see results in it. And of course, faster when you have support and have a process and have a strategic plan and all yeah. of those things. But it's not like like sitting there wishing and hoping for something to go viral and something to just work instantly but it's it's consistently over the long run and I love that you know with your process it's not about doing things constantly it's like you're talking two to three times a week max like it's not about the constant it's about the consistency and most people aren't willing to be in it for long enough to to kind of reap those rewards like you were so thank you so much for for sharing that well it's
1: kind of like going to the gym right If Mm. you want to tone up your body, let's say you're going to Europe at the end of the year and you're you're getting your your body ready, let's just say, you're not going to go to the gym one time and expect to get abs. No. It's not going to happen, right? In order to see results and start seeing that progress, start seeing those abs forming, those biceps coming together you need to go to the gym consistently. You don't need to go to the gym every single day. There are some people that say, I need to go to the, I need to go to the gym every single day to get these results. Mm-hmm. You can try that, right? And so there's sort of two conversations happening here. It's like the conversation of not going to, or going to the gym once expecting instant results mm-hmm. versus going to the gym and just being consistent versus going to gym and being consistent versus going to gym, being consistent, but having a plan. So you know what what exercises to do to build that specific muscle. You know how how long and how many reps you need to be doing in order to continue getting towards your goal. So it's, it's so true. You've got three different stages. You've got the person who is just doing the one post or the one reel and saying, oh, it didn't work. Throw in the towel, I'm done. Why are my results not here? Then you have the other person who is just posting anything because yes, consistency is key, 100%. And like you said, you can fast track that result when you have the plan you have mm. the structure, you have the exact step-by-step method to get those, those results within the timeframe that you want, be consistent at the same time. So it's really cool to see that, you know, as you grow as a business owner, you start at that first point. Mm-hmm. You, do, you do it first and you're like, oh, I can't see it. Can't see the results. Nothing's happening. And it's so easy just to throw in the towel and say, let me try something different. It's just not going to work for me. Mm. But if it works for someone else, it'll also work for you. You just need to find the right way to do it. So then you start getting consistent. Okay, well, let me just try. Be consistent, be consistent. You're seeing some results, but it's not until you are consistent with the right plan for you that you really see that next level explosion. And that's sort of what I had to go through as well. Get through, get to that last point where I was like, I actually have a plan here and it's working and I don't need to spend every day in the gym. I don't need to spend every day creating reels. I can create however many reels I want with the plan that I have to get the results I want to get.
0: Mm, 100%. And I can imagine that, you know, maybe some people that are following you or even your clients, like, you know, start working with you because you've had this incredible success. Do you see people having this unhealthy expectation because they maybe didn't see your before, but they see your now of like, well, I want to get that instant gratification. If I follow, you know, your process and, and plan, like, that just must be such a strange feeling. Like what, what do you see? Like, do you, why do you think people have this expectation of like instant gratification with social media growth or sales or growing your business? But, but totally most people would agree with the gym. Like you don't just go once and walk out with a six pack. Like, why do you think people have that expectation?
1: Yeah. I love this. I think it's, we live in a world now where if we want anything, we've got it within two seconds, (laughs) you know, there's, there is there's so many different applications that allow us to have the world at our fingertips and so why should our success be any different so Mm. that's why people are that you know if I just follow these things or these steps I'm going to have instant results straight away but that's that's not the case and I and I do find that sometimes not not so much that there's an expectation that they have results straight away but it's more so that you know most of my programs are three-month programs maybe six-month programs and I don't think they have the expectation to be where I am, but they expect a ton of growth, which for a lot of them does happen. But for some people, it doesn't. You need to tweak things and change things and really manipulate, you know, your plan to make sure it fits and works. But what people don't realize is that this is five years in mm. the making, yeah, yeah, not just yeah. three. It's yeah. three months. So, and one thing that I do see quite often with a lot of my business friends online is that, The first two months of trying something is a slog. It feels like it's hard. You don't see the results coming, but you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And by month three, month four, month five, that's when you really start to build momentum and start seeing those results. And so my biggest thing is don't quit before you reach the gold. Mm. Because someone's achieved something and you can see that from the outset doesn't mean that you can achieve that right away. Yeah. So many things happen in the background to get them to that place. And it's, it's very true for me as well.
0: Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. I totally agree. And you have definitely, you know, I've seen the rapid growth though, like yes, five years in the making, but I definitely have noticed it's gotten faster and faster over time, right? Let me know if that feels true for you. But if so, like I've noticed that, you know, you've grown your business to seven figures through creating reels primarily and, and you know, content on Instagram. Um, Tell us about how reels are so impactful and some people listening might not even really know what reels are and you know how beneficial they are so yeah tell us a little bit about that and and how that's really supported you to not only grow your Instagram but grow your business as a result of that
1: there was a massive shift in my business the moment i took reels seriously mm-hmm. i cannot even explain to you how my world just flips upside down so Reels came out in August, 2020. Mm -hmm. And for myself, I have a degree in journalism, digital marketing and video marketing. Mm -hmm. So when Reels came out, I was like, awesome. I have the skills. I know what to do. Let's go. And because I had that backing already, I had the confidence just to post. I wasn't posting like crazy. I was posting two times max per week um, on Reels. And I basically just changed to a Reels only platform because I loved creating reels. It was easier for me. Um, And I was seeing really, really great results. So August is when I started with that. I started getting inquiries, Mm -hmm. DMs. Within two months, I was fully booked out. And it was insane. And mind you, this is coming off the back of COVID. So coming Mm -hmm. back off the back of lockdown, we'd only just come out of lockdown in July and reels came out in August. So at this time, I still really didn't have many clients because... Everyone was still so skeptical. I work with service-based businesses. So at that time I was working with cafes and beauty businesses and they were all shut down. Mm. Even after lockdown, they were still shut down. And so I wasn't getting, you know, work from them. So I was like, well, what's going to happen here? But all of a sudden I started getting inquiries for coaching and people wanting me to teach them and, and guide them and lead them, right? And that's completely when everything changed. And the, it wasn't because I was showing up more. Because before that I was doing two posts per week. And now I was just doing two reels per week. It wasn't because I was showing up more. It's because I was showing up in a different way. Mm. I was showing up in a way where it allowed my audience to get to know me, like me, trust me. Mm -hmm. The way that I think about it is that pre-August 2020, I felt like I was hiding behind a screen. I felt like I was hiding behind well-curated words, well-curated you know feed aesthetics, pink photos, photos of desks, photos of me yes it was still me on there yes it still was still my voice but it wasn't actually me my audience couldn't feel my personality my audience couldn't feel my energy my audience couldn't feel what it was like to be in my presence and that's the biggest driving force of my sales right now oh my gosh I love you I want to be in your energy mm. I love how fun you are like let's work together I get it so often and there's no way that could have happened unless I was on reels. And that's the thing. People buy from others, not just a product or a service, they buy relationships, they buy emotions, they buy results. Yeah. And what piece of content can provide all three of those? Reels. And so that actually is the secret to my success. The secret to my success is actually going all in. On that and saying, okay, well, I'm gonna share my story. I'm going to share my wins, my triumphs, my challenges. I'm gonna share tips, tricks, um, and really step up into that expertise level in my business and yeah, completely change my world. So that was the start, and I was getting booked out and it was really, really great. As I was scaling my business, I also increased my prices. Mm-hmm. By increase my prices, I'm telling you, like, from like packages I was selling for two hundred dollars were now going to four thousand. So mm-hmm. it was it was a massive jump, mainly because I was severely undercharging myself because I, you know, didn't think that I was good enough, imposter syndrome, I had all the things. Um, and I decided I needed to shift my messaging. I needed to shift my reels. I needed to stop playing small with my Instagram. And you start using my reels to really connect to my audience, to really speak to my audience where they're at, to attract more of those, hell yes, I want to work with your clients. And to this day, I use that exact same strategy for the last two years. And it continues to bring new inquiries, new sales into my world from people who are massive as well. Not Mm -hmm. just, you know, a, a beautician down the road and not just a cafe and not just a coach. Yes, I love working with all these clients. I love them so, so much, but those moments where you see someone who you have looked up to an author, you know, the world's, the Australia Australia's biggest coach, this person, that person that is messaging you, that is a whole new level. For example, um, I got an email one day and I totally thought it was spam, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was an email from Instagram, like mm-hmm. the Instagram saying, hey, Nick, we found you on Instagram. We'd love for you to create a bill for us. Here's a topic. Here's how much we're paying you. And I was like, what? That's so cool. I've got goosebumps. How insane to think that little old me. I At the time, I was working in my bedroom. I had a small little desk in my bedroom in my parents' house. And actually, yeah, when those rules were happening. And from a small little town in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. So we picked up by the Instagram Mm-hmm. Like, it just blows my mind. yeah, yeah. So that your reel can literally reach anyone and not just any reel by posting any kind of content and just posting for the sake of posting. It's posting strategic reels that position you as a leader, mm-hmm. the expert in the field where you're able to share your thought leadership and you're able to start using stories to sell.
0: Mm. Out of curiosity, did creating a reel for Instagram, other than that being the fucking coolest thing on planet Earth, like, did that benefit you in any way? Other than it's you weird. got paid for it, of course, but what else happened?
1: Yeah. So it's funny because I, I definitely got followers from that, which was great. What came from that was authority, I think. Mm, a lot more authority so. and a lot more credibility. Yeah. Um, because you're no longer just an Instagram coach who's just sharing. You're, you're like, a, you're an Instagram coach backed by Instagram. Backed by Instagram. So mm. it's it became a whole different ball game and, um, that was really cool to see. And that wouldn't have happened unless I created my own unique style on social media. Mm. There's no way I could have stood out from the crowd. Why Why me? That's the biggest question. Why me? Why was I different? Why was I the one they had chosen? Mm. Because my it's rules cool. stood out because I shared my personality. Because I was able to create content that attracted my audience
0: and they were my audience hundred percent, you know, there's so many things I want to speak into on this, but tell me about the other side of this. Like surely there's another side, like, did that bring up fear, imposter syndrome, like with all these new followers, with Instagram, all of this sort of stuff, like hate, is any of this stuff like part of the picture as well of growing to not just seven figures in business, but just having a large following in general, like tell me about the other side of that.
1: So... The other side of just the collaboration with Instagram, the first thing that I really thought was, what if I don't live up to the expectation that mm, i
0: set? Yeah.
1: They've paid me to create this Instagram reel. They obviously see the value in what I provide. What if I create a reel for them and it completely flops? Mm. Who would I be then? Mm. And that was something that I've really felt. And this was back in the day when... I wasn't really doing talking to camera reels. That wasn't really a thing back then. And they wanted me to do a talking to camera reel. And I was like, okay, like, (laughs) let's do it. That's so fine. And I'd done one or two before. It wasn't like I was scared of it. It was just, for me, people didn't know that I was Australian. Mm. And I think that was a big fear of mine that we're sort of less than or we're behind or we're not taken as seriously as those in America and in the UK and things like that so that was a little bit of a fear of mine in terms of that imposter syndrome mm. um but it was really cool when I posted it people were like oh, you're Australian and yeah. I was the first Australian to collaborate with Instagram That's on so their cool. page first Australian one of the first female females on their page so it was it was really cool and then I posted
0: it and To this day, it is one of the top five Instagram reels on their Instagram. That's amazing. You should honestly be so proud. I think that that is the coolest thing. Like... Yeah, I just think that's such a huge milestone. So, um well done. And you know, something that really stood out to me that you've just said in all of that is, you know, that a big piece of what people are buying is like yes, results and, you know, all of that, but really it's like it's someone's energy and people can feel your energy through your your reels and your content. It makes you more approachable and, you know, Um, I really feel that as well. And when I ask people why they start working with me, it's always the number one reason for some reason, it's like, it's my energy. And so I really resonate with you. I feel like we have a very similar, abundant, energetic kind of, you know, energy about us. And people can really feel that through, you know, our video content, our audio content. And so... Hi guys, I wanted to quickly interrupt this podcast episode to chat to you about my mastermind Rise to Six. This is the mastermind for rising coaches plus service-based businesses who want to grow their business to consistent $10,000 months and beyond. This is the exact mastermind where I teach you the mindset, the strategy, and the energetics that supported me to build a multi-six-figure business in under two years. This mastermind is both a group container and a one one-on-one container. I am so deeply committed to working very closely with my clients so that they feel deeply supported and get the results that they came for. I'm very, very passionate and committed to your results. So know that if you join this mastermind, that we're basically going to become best friends because I'm going to be with you every step of the way. It is here that I teach you every single thing I do and have done to grow my business in a way that truly feels so authentic and so abundant and fun. I want this for you too. And this is exactly what you get when you join the Mastermind Rise to Six. You can head to the show notes to click the link and learn more about the Mastermind to see if it's for you or come chat with me. Come message me on Instagram or Facebook and let's have a chat, see if the Mastermind is for you. But in a nutshell, you have to be extremely committed. You have to be ready to grow your business because that's what we're going to be doing. You have to be super kind and you have to be a female coach or service provider. If you can tick those boxes, then this mastermind is absolutely for you. And I would love to chat with you. So head to the link in the show notes or come DM me and let's chat. The content And so I'm really curious because I get asked this a lot is like, what is my driving force? How do I have so much energy? Like, how am I just able to do all these things? And so I want to ask you that question. Like, what actually is driving you?
1: Hmm. I can tell you what's not driving me. And that's coffee. <laughs> People are always so mind blown when they hear the fact that I don't drink tea or coffee.
0: And oh, you like, don't drink tea either. My nothing, goodness. No. I can relate to the coffee thing. I only just started that because like, I just got sick of being the only one that, like, you know, going to a cafe and ordering a freaking hot, ordering chocolate. A hot chocolate. <laughs> so I started coffee and like, I don't mind it, but I do not need it at all. And so my energy also does not come off coffee. And so, but you don't drink tea either. I love tea. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I live on a diet of water and more water.
1: <laughs> and the um and the occasional wine. Um, definitely, 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 definitely that occasional wine. Um, by occasional, I mean every weekend wine. I love that. Um <laughs> but I think one thing for me that really drives me, and I think it changes quite often depending on course. what season of life I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um I just come off a really massive season in my life. I just come off the the back of getting married and going on our honeymoon, and so for me, getting back into the group of things, I'm like, okay, let me reconnect back to my drive again because mm-hmm. you know, obviously, yeah. you come off this life changing event, go on a honeymoon for a month, you come back, you're like, okay, what am I doing? I'm a bit lost. But yeah. generally, like, my drive is it's seeing the results for my clients, but it's it's also building a life for myself that I didn't think was possible. Mm. I I am a very type A kind of person. I like being better. I like being Same. number one. I like, you know, that's the kind of drive that I have. And I think that's always been instilled with me since I was a kid. I was always, I remember in year 12, I don't know if they do this anymore, but you, they used to get rankings at school. And you get first place, second place, third place of every single class at every single semester. And I made it my mission. Mm -hmm. to get as many first places as possible so I'm a very competitive person so I compete with myself a lot so Mm. for me that's one of my driving factor it's like okay where was I this time last year how can I be better where was I this time last launch how can I be better and so I think that's one thing that really drives me is it healthy probably not And and like that's that's the thing right it's it's it does cause for burnout sometimes. I've definitely felt so much burnout in my, in my past five years. And that's the thing people don't see in the background. You yeah. see the beautiful uh, pre-reels and, yeah. you know, the fun stuff happening. But then there are times where I'm just like, oh, I just need a day to just sleep. But I, I continue to show up. Mm. And even if there are days where I can't show up because I'm just burnt out, I'm going to let my audience know about that because... I'm real, I'm raw, and they're feeling the same thing too. And so it's really about just being authentic and relatable to them. But yeah, I think my drive comes from, you know, just really making sure I'm the best version of myself, building the life that I've always wanted to build and just kind of continuing just to shock myself in terms of what is possible. And then also my clients, really helping them see the best results possible and really helping blow their mind as well.
0: Mm, thanks for sharing this. And like, I'm going to keep saying this and I keep going on so many tangents because you say all these things and I'm like, oh my God, I want to speak into that. But like, I just, I can't tell you how much I love, especially, you know, again, quote unquote successful people really sharing, you know, the real behind the scenes That's like something like it's a huge value of mine because it's so hard to come by. Like again, you see from people's content, like the pretty outside. And I know, and you know, that there's always so much behind the scenes. And I, and I want to be real about that because it's like, that's, you know, contributing to why people have these, you know, interesting expectations of what things are supposed to look like and feel like. And it's, it's ironically, I remember, you know, I've been following you for a while and I remember one of your posts, it was actually a carousel, I think. And off the back of a launch you did, you yes. shared the lessons and, and everything. And one of those things was you and Alicia like felt burnt out almost like, but you, and you didn't take that into consideration in the launch. And I, and I just, I remember reading that. And I'm like, wow, thank you for sharing that. It would have been so much easier to be like, we had the time of our life in a hotel, living our best life, money rolling in every five minutes. And it's like, I'm just glad that you shared like you were exhausted, you got sick, this, this, this. And it's like, oh, breath of fresh air. And it's like, isn't it interesting? The more real you are sharing the not so glamorous side of things, the more trust that builds and the more almost people want to work with you because you were, you just set it up front, which most people don't do, you know? Yeah. And that's, I'm not gonna lie, that was a big struggle mm-hmm. for me to get to the am
1: now. And I still struggle with this right now. How vulnerable do I get before yeah. people thinking oh poor you or you know feeling sorry for you and there's a really not there is a really fine line and I think I definitely had to overcome that challenge where I thought I had to be perfect I -hmm. thought I had to be proper like when there was a mistake on a post or a carousel or or, you know a reel I would I remember one day there was a my so my mom is um English isn't her first language right and so (laughs) she saw my reel one day and she messaged me straight away she goes hey Monique is your reel supposed to say this? And she rewrote it with how it's supposed to say, well, what it was supposed to say. And I looked at my reel and I said, Oh my gosh, I've completely jumbled up the whole hook of my reel. It mm-hmm. makes zero sense. And my mother, who doesn't even speak English as her first language, so has picked this up. <laughs> what oh. the hell? And so instead of, and I, immediately, my my palms got sweaty. I got hot. My heart started racing. And I recognized, wait, typos are a part of everything. They're, they're mm. a part of life, right? And it shouldn't be something that we hide away from. So the next day I created a reel and it was about when you realize you've made a, uh, a typo on your reel and it was just a really fun, oh, of course I did sort of thing. And everyone was just like, oh, thank you so much. Like that was what I needed to hear that you as, you know, quote unquote expert make mistakes too and it's true and you know I don't claim to be perfect and I make mistakes all the time all mm. the time we're we're growing that's a part of business that we're all a part of and yeah like doing that post about me being sick I was sick for two days during the launch we were burnt out tired and it was it was a bit harder and I think I'm just Over seeing people and look, I again I get in this juxtaposition so much, but showing the shiny, here's my one billion dollar launch. Look how great I am. And I'm like, yes, that looks awesome. And it shows me that I can do it too. Mm. But then it's those posts where it's like, but here's also what happened
0: in the background. Mm. It's like, oh, like. I'm here right. for that. I love that stuff. Cause it's like, it's just a breath of fresh air. Cause it's like, we know what we go through in our own world. And then when you, you see other people that like are doing quote unquote better than you or whatever on the same journey as you being able to see like, oh, they have those same fears. They have those same experiences. It's like, maybe I'm on the right path and everything's actually going to be okay. And so I think that that's, I love speaking into the behind the scenes and, you know, um, speaking on that, like, okay, you post two to three reels a week you and I both know there's obviously more to it than that. Like in the back end of like coming up with the ideas, filming the ideas, creating creating the ideas and, and whatever. And when you're experiencing burnout, I'm sure it's not because of the two reels. It's because of probably all the other things in the background. Like, do you feel like looking on the back end of your business, like you have a, a simple business model or do you feel like it's sometimes overwhelming and complicated? Like, is there more to it than that? Like, what does that kind of look like?
1: It's a work in progress, mm. right? It's a work in progress and it's always evolving. It's always changing. And I, I, I'd I, like to think that my business is at a point right now where it really can be a lot more self-sufficient without me being in it. Like like I said, I was away in Europe for a month on my honeymoon and the business still ran as usual, yeah. which was incredible. Um, I hired an extra team member to really just kind of step in as me to really make sure that everything was done. And... it it kind of, it ran on its own and it it did its thing. So that was really, really great. I think the next thing that I need to tackle is how to make more sales on autopilot on the back end. I can make sales on autopilot when I'm posting about it, but when I'm not posting about it, what happens? Mm. That's the part I'm now looking at, looking like looking at doing, because I've nailed the part of, you know, I post a reel and it's a specific reel where I'm selling something and people buy. Mm
0: -hmm. So it's,
1: I've got that part down packed, but what about those days where I don't want to show up? What about those days where, you know, I'm, I'm sick or I, or
0: okay, tired. Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And you can't, you, yeah. And you need to be able to have that sustaining the whole way through. And so I think everything in business happens in stages.
0: Mm.
1: So learn how to sell with your content first and then put that on autopilot. So yeah. I've done the first steps of making that on autopilot. So like That's now cool. I'll post a reel and um I'll post a reel and then my reel will make sales in in, in in my sleep I've got systems and automation set up for that um which is really 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 great but it, it all still starts from that one reel mm-hmm. so like, how do I how do I perhaps do I repurpose one of these reels do I so I'm in this, in this really fun testing phase at the moment which is really cool um in terms of repurposing reels in terms of recreating reels to make it a bit easier on those days where you're just sick and tired and just not doing the things, but still make sales at the same time. So that's the process I'm, I'm in at the moment. That first stage is done. Now it's time for stage two.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it. Tell us about reels. Like what's working? What do you recommend focusing on? I know you were talking about advanced reels. Like, you know, what should you do? What should you not do? Like, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, when it comes to Instagram Reels, there's been a really big shift in the landscape right now. Mm.
0: Audience
1: isn't looking for trends anymore. They're not looking for you to do the newest trends and how you've done it. Like, yes, you can do trends, but flip the trend on its head. How can you make the trend unique and different to your business alone? Um, So that's really, really key. But I would say the biggest thing here is being able to be the trend setter, not the trend follower. Mm. So that's original content. How are you creating reels where you're talking to the camera? How are you creating character skit reels where you're allowing your audience to see themselves in your reel? How are you showing and not telling in your reel? Mm-hmm. These are the really key areas that I've found have worked wonders, not only for building my brand, but for making sales on repeat. Mm. So that's that's been a really great place to really explore at the moment. So that's what I like to call advanced reels. Your basic reels are the reels where you learn how to create reels for the first time. Um, You're kind of just playing around with it. You're using audios that you find on on Instagram. You're maybe copying others. You're seeing that someone else is doing a reel and it's done really well. So you copy it. You are creating reels to go viral. These are all things to just get you into the groove of creating reels. And they're fine to a point. But at the end of the day, you are a business and you are not a hobby. Mm-hmm. You need to start creating your own name. You need to start creating your own marketing because Reels is just another form of marketing because your audience remembers 80% of what they see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why Reels are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And when you create a Reel that's memorable, it's different. It stands out from the crowd. You're talking to the camera. You're sharing your expertise. You're sharing your story that's memorable. Your audience remembers it and they are more likely to buy from you from that. So it really is just about evolving when it comes to Reels. And I feel a lot of people are quite stuck in the early days of what Reels used to look like and they haven't evolved yet. And You know, when you're creating a business, you're you're not stagnant in your business. And so your marketing shouldn't be either. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest sort of shift we're finding. And so Alicia, my business partner in the Rise of Reels business and I, we came together and we created an advanced Reels course called Reels Queens. And that's exactly what we help our clients with. How to really create content that speaks to your target audience, not just posting any kind of content, hoping for it to work, not just Mm -hmm. copying others, not just trying to go viral, but creating Reels with a purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. because
1: you're in the business of making money. you're in the business of making an impact. you're in the business of helping others. You can't do that if you're creating reels that just go viral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can only do that if you create reels that attract the right people to you so that you can sell to them at the same time. So that's that's the biggest differentiation. It's just creating reels that are purposeful mm. and not just for the just sake of, the of checklist.
0: it. checklist. yeah,
1: correct. yeah,
0: love that. And I would love to dive deep on your partnership with Alicia because, in my, you know, what I've seen, I suppose, it does seem rare to see that work out. And you two seem to have an incredible relationship and an incredible business together. So how did that come about? How did you make that work? Did you learn from anyone on how to make that work? You know, boundaries, comparison, competition, like there's so many things that play a role in that. And you guys just seem to be like an absolute dream team, which is so inspiring, like bringing women together, seeing them rise together. And I'm just curious about what that actually, um, you know, has looked like and how that's, how and if that has supported you guys to actually grow. I think, so here's
1: how it all happened. Alicia one day sent me a DM. I had, I wasn't following her at the time and she had only just, she had only just found me. She sent me a DM and she goes, hey, it looks like we do something very similar. Um, I see you've got an expertise in video marketing. I can see that in your videos already. And this was pre-reels. This was pre-reels. I was creating reels. I was creating videos on my Instagram every, so every few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were high quality videos similar kind of YouTube videos, I guess. And she's like, I I do similar videos as well. Like I think, you know, would be really good friends. I'm like, amazing, cool. So then we started our relationship as just accountability partners. Mm. We would message each other every single Monday. We would share our wins for the week, our goals for the week, our challenges. And we would have a little dance party. And then Mm. we would get in and start going. And at this time, we're both social media managers. That was our job. That was what we were doing. Then Reels came out. And obviously she had her, her degree in video and I had my degree in video and we just went head first into Reels. She was seeing insane results. I was seeing insane results. And she messaged me one day and she goes, hey, Nick, what are your thoughts on creating a course together about Reels? And at this time, I had just created a masterclass about Reels. You know, why would anyone want to buy a course? They've just done this masterclass with me. That's enough. And she goes, no, but it's going to be us. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we came together. We created a whole course from scratch. And mind you, we did not know each other. We had never met in person in life. (laughs) She lives in Melbourne. I live in Sydney. Borders were closed, Mm. right? And we just decided, let's just create a course together. And so we, we did it. We went, we went to work. We had our own um, tasks that we did and we delegated to each other. And we bootstrapped the whole thing. We did everything ourselves. I wrote the whole copy of the website, came up with the name, made the logo, um, put it all onto the website. Alicia really focused on more of the backend stuff, um, creating more of the outline, what was going to go in them, all the resources, the design of the actual uh, masterclasses and things like that. What's really great is that we identify what our strengths are and we stick to our strengths. Mm, So that's what's made it really work. Really work. And it is hard sometimes, like we're right now in a phase where it's been really busy. Obviously, I've been away for a bit and so Alicia's had to pick up the slack. Alicia's going away, so I pick up the slack. And it's like you start doing jobs you don't normally do because that's someone else's job and it takes so much longer. Mm -hmm. But that's generally how it works because you know, she has a really keen design eye, whereas I don't have that design eye. I have more of the the strategy eye where she's the more creative eye. And we really kind of stick. We we do cross over quite a lot, but that sort of the final say goes with that person who is more in tune with that side, if that makes sense. So um, we launched our first course in November, 2020. And at the time, it was just something that we created for our audience. It wasn't meant to be its own company. It wasn't meant to be a big, massive thing. It was just a course. And at this time, neither of us had done a course really before. Um, Either made a course or took a course or anything. And we just just fumbled our way through it. There was no launch plan that we had. There was no coach that we had. There was nothing. We just fumbled our way through it. And in our first launch, we had several. 84 people joined, That's which was insane. Yeah. Yeah. We had less than 10,000 followers each. Our very first course, we had no idea what we were doing. And the course wasn't even made yet. Mm. That's the best part, it not made yet. Um, yeah. So, and, and what's so funny that just continues to blow my mind is that at the time, like I said, it wasn't its own company. And so in order to receive money for the the course sales, the course money had to go into someone's account. Mm. went into my account. Mm-hmm. So she just trusted this random person she met on Instagram to hold all the money of all the hard work, sweat and tears that she has just put into this business or into this course for the last few months. And I had all the money. Mm. That to me is just wild. Yeah. And then we met officially April, the uh, May the year later, and then we created our second course, Rules Queens last year. And yeah, it just keeps on going up from there. And it's like, I'm not going to say that it's easy, right? It's, it definitely is easy in so many aspects to be able to run a business with someone else. Being able to bounce ideas off someone else and for someone else to pick up the slack when you can't and things like that. It is amazing. It's a beautiful partnership. But in other, other aspects, it is harder. Like we do clash sometimes. We do have different ideas. She wants to do one thing. I want to do another. Mm-hmm. We try to compromise. Sometimes it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. there are bits and pieces that are hard. We both also have our own businesses that we need to take into account as well. And so there are parts that are hard and difficult, but there are just so many great parts that are really great as well. So no relationship is easy. Every relationship requires work. And I think one thing that helps for us is communication.
0: Mm -hmm. When
1: someone's feeling you know a certain way, we try to bring it up with the other person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And thanks for sharing that. So you guys, you guys both have your individual companies and then you guys have a shared company as well.
1: Correct. Yeah. So it became a company a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. and just kind of, it does its thing, which is awesome.
0: That is awesome. Um, Now, something I've noticed that you guys both do is you run online events and that's really my niche. Like I help coaches to grow their business through running impactful online events. And I know that you guys create challenges and things like that, um, that you do with your audience. Like I'd love to hear how events have supported you guys alongside reels like how do they go hand in hand and how's it supported you
1: amazing um we actually ran our very first actual event it was a full day event and and it was our rise with reels first birthday event Mm -hmm. and this was insane we invited all of our reelers which is what we call our students and we had these incredible guests come in and we had someone um come in and teach a yoga class someone teach a dance class we had someone um talk about making sales on instagram all these different master classes and things like that and it was a really cool event and i think it really brings the community together and it creates that excitement that hype and that um that that care factor i think that's what it is Mm -hmm. so there was that event but then we have a lot of challenges that we run and and courses and And in relation to the challenges, how this builds our business is it gives our audience a taste of us before they fully invest. Yeah. Which I love because, you know, sometimes, you know, putting down $500, $1,000, $3,000 into a program offering or a person is hard. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, The
0: stranger you're paying on the internet.
1: Right? Like, are they going to deliver... Am I going to see results? What's happening? Am I going to actually like them, right? Mm. And so Alicia and I like putting challenges together. They're short challenges, um, usually three-day challenges, low ticket, $49. We currently have one at the moment called um, the Real Sales Challenge. I noticed that, yeah. Yeah. And this is just a really great way for our audience to pay, you know, really small amount to be in our space, to see what it's like to learn from us and start putting that into action. And then at the end of the challenge, we show them, okay, well, we have Reels Queens. This is just the first step on the seven step, you know, phase that we have for you inside of real Queens. And it's a great way for people to say, okay, well, you know, I trust them. I like them. Like, let mm. me jump in and, and, you know, spend that $500, $3,000, whatever it might be on this course or this offering.
0: Yeah, I love that. So what I'm hearing is you run events for your clients, and you also run like free or low ticket events, whether that's yeah challenges, masterclasses or whatever, for your actual audience overall. And it just helps like nurture that audience in, and then convert them off the back of that.
1: Exactly right. Yeah, it's um it's a really cool model because it it's a, it's an ascension model where you just kind yeah. of build get people in, and you and you um keep selling to them further, which is which is awesome because they're they're getting to really know you and like you and trust you. And that's the, that's the best uh, place to be.
0: Yeah. And like you were saying with reels, it's like they can really feel your energy through, through the video content and events will like, will do that as well, which is really cool. So you just kind of like um, you're just constantly nurturing the audience that you're both growing individually and collectively. Exactly. Right. That's so cool. This has been the best conversation. Um, Before I get you to share all of the ways in which people can find you, work with you, connect with you, if you could give, like if you were to start again from day one, uh, because a lot of people listening right now are in the beginning stages of their business, what are three things you'd prioritize and why?
1: Okay, if I was to start my business from scratch, three things that I would prioritize is number one, getting super clear on who my target audience is. Who Mm -hmm. are they? Where are they hanging out? Not just my target audience is 24 to 35 They <gasps> They like to go out to the club on the week. Like, no, it's not what I'm talking about. It's about what are their struggles? What are their dreams? I want you to get inside their mind. So I, that's the first thing that I would do. Really intrinsically understand who my target audience is. Yeah. Number two is start creating video content that speaks to them. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that is the fastest way for you to grow, the fastest way for you to make sales, the fastest way for you to see results. So yeah. video content from the get-go going all in. And the third thing I'd say is to not feel scared of failing mm. because failure is a part of it. Yeah, You need to fail in order to grow. You need to fail in order to know what's not working, what is working and then move moving on from there. And so there are so many scary decisions that you, you can be making in your business and your life. And if you feel like that, that decision is something that you need to be making, but it's scary. That, that fear is holding you back, mm. but you know logically that, okay, I should be doing this, but the fear is, Oh, will it work? or oh, what will people think of me? or oh, is this really for me? Like it's, it's just about going all in,
0: feel the fear,
1: and do it oh, anyway. It anyway,
0: yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. This has been the best conversation. Where can people find you and work with you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at the Socialista with an underscore at the end. You can also find us on Instagram at Rise with Reels course. And um, whether you can work with me, you can work with us inside of the socialista where we have our incredible team, which can run your socials, create your reels, do all the fun things where it's done for you. Or you can hire me as your coach where I can really help you stand out, sell out and show up on social media. Or you could work with us in our Rise with Reels or Reels Queens courses if you really want to up-level your Reels. If you are a beginner and you are really just starting and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed when it comes to Instagram Reels and knowing how to make them, then Rise with Reels is for you. If you are someone who has been making Reels for a while, you're not really seeing the results that you want and you want to make more sales, then Reels Queens is the course for you
0: amazing thank you so much if you enjoyed this episode then i want to invite you to join rise to six the mastermind for ambitious rising coaches plus service-based businesses growing their business to consistent ten thousand dollar months and beyond This is the exact mastermind where I teach you the mindset, strategy, and energetics that have supported me to build a multiple six-figure business in under two years. This mastermind has both a group and one-on-one component where I basically become your best friend and am with you every single step of the way to grow and scale your business. If you are a listener of this podcast, I know you will absolutely love Rise to Six. Click the link in the description to learn more and see if this is the right fit for you. Otherwise, come and DM me on Instagram at Sophia Rose Bernardi. Until then, I will see you in next week's episode.